This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome once again to Line Dance Podcast. We have a big task ahead of us for this episode. We are recapping all of Palm Springs Line Dance event as well as Big Bang Dance Classic. We are, after a very long day of no sleep, early flight, and then little teeny tiny nothings of naps in between. Mm-hmm. Leaning against like air, airplane non-windows because that seat didn't have a window. No, it was it just did a wall. Uh, yeah, here we are. <laughs> and we're drinking sleepy time chamomile style tea. From or at least that's what I'm having from Trader Joe's. It's tasty and delicious, and it's the end of the day, so I think it's the the perfect way to cap our two weeks of madness, utter dance madness. Yes, also I agree. we have we have our schedules in front of us, so we won't have to rely too much on our memory alone. Thank heavens. Mm-hmm. Okay, would you like to start us out with Palm Springs? Well, we arrived the two of us at the hotel very very. Very late Wednesday night. Mm. Um, oh yeah, I didn't even land till like midnight. No, you landed at like eleven fifteen. You were supposed to land at midnight. I didn't get there until midnight. Oh uh, yeah, okay. There was bad traffic for my drive. Oh, and in the meantime, while I waited, I learned. Well, I reinforced my learning of Wow Tokyo and Lemonade. Or no, never been to Spain. And I think I, I used uh, Vivian Tu's Line Dance channel on YouTube for that. She's got good stuff. Um, so I finally was able, after lots of delays, get to uh, to Palm Springs. Picked you up from the airport. We went to the motel, checked in, uh, pretty much just got situated and went to bed. I mean, it was it's a long day. And it was nice. One thing I remember we noted was that it was nice that we didn't have dance stuff immediately after getting there. Like we had some time to just sort ourselves out and not feel too rushed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we woke up a little bit late um, on Thursday because mm-hmm. we had missed uh, Paul and Carla Dernstedt's Guiding Star mm-hmm. and we came in during Gerard Murphy teaching Mama Africa mm-hmm. I remember that one it was uh, a peppy one it had some interesting syncopations in it I just kind of picked it up before they finished the demos yeah that was I attempted to anyways mm-hmm. I mostly had it I couldn't do it now but yeah definitely not from memory for me um, but it was it was really exciting I uh, walked in and because the last event I had gone to was uh, Vegas, and the one prior to that was WWLA, and even WWLA had two rooms. It was really interesting to see that this was all in one room. Mm. So it was much more intimate setting, mm-hmm. very casual, which is nice. I love the tables. Uh, yeah. Having um, tables to set at instead of just chairs surrounding a dance floor or something like that, um, it felt like there was a place where you could set up shop all day. Yeah. I really appreciated that we could bring in food. Yes. Same. That was nice. Um, convenient that I had my car, so we were able to stop at the store prior and get like some 
you know, fruit and yogurt and whatnots. That would be a thing also, too, if there's anybody out there who thinks, like, what should I get at a grocery store for a dance event? For this event, I, I noticed um, we had good amount of energy success with uh, little slices of pepperoni in a bag, uh, little slices of cheese, and a, uh, there was one piece of string cheese in there. Uh, fruit. We got fruit bowls from yeah. Ralph's because they have Ralph's down in Palm Springs. Um, and there's like four bucks for a variety of melons and grapes and things. And then yogurt. Yogurt. Oh, there were some good yogurts that we had as well. Um, also, um, we were having some Starbucks. That was Starbucks and Red well. Bulls. Yeah. We, we definitely had that, but <sighs> it still helped keep things going. Yeah. Um, and it was nice because we could, you know, kind of like eat as needed as opposed to like all of a sudden now we're starving mm -hmm. yeah like it's dinner break so we have to stuff ourselves uh, before before dancing and then be in a food coma it was just like little grazing which i think is day. what i really liked about the fact that it was all just in the same room event because it's like um you know i mean they had paul and carla joe gerard michelle perone michael barr michelle burton uh, Ruben Luna, Amy Glass. I mean, so they had a lot of instructors, but they just took turns using the stage. And so, like, I didn't have to feel like I had to miss out on one lesson because I was taking another or figure out how to manage my time. It was, I was in the room the whole time. So that was, I think, part of one of the reasons why I really, really liked uh, Palm Springs atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Seeing the other instructors taking each other's lessons was nice. Uh-huh. Joe was in the back of almost every single class. That was really... I mean, it, she's already amazing, but that really kind of, like, confirmed how much love and respect she has for this community. Mm -hmm. That she's out there taking every single class. Mm -hmm. Showing that support. I mean, having taught... Um, classes, you know, Hot Monk and Stonies and whatnot, if a person is there in the room deliberately not taking your class, like, it's one thing if, like, they have to go out and rush off to the bank or something and um, their house is on fire, so they have to go throw a bucket on it and come home or come back to the, the class, that's fine, but, like, except for the fact that their house is on fire. Uh, like, I understand that, but, like, when they're there and they don't take the class, they're just, like, staring or, like, I don't know, it's a weird feeling. So for her... To, to actually participate, uh, I'm sure meant a lot to the instructors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing Sunny and being excited to see Sunny. Mm -hmm. And um, I, was, I was processing a lot. One, we had still had like three-fourths of my Starbucks left to drink. Mm -hmm. um, but two, I was also taking in everything because it's so different from Vegas and I remember you were like Joe saying hi, and I'm like, oh, oh, hi, 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 hi. You know, like, I promise I'm not ignoring you. But um, I was like, yeah. So I said hi to Joe, and then I think that's when we found we made our way over towards the table, which we pretty much had that table pretty consistently through the whole time. Mm -hmm. There was one or two times that we were at a different one, but then for some reason that table would open up, so we'd move. Mm -hmm. It was by the DJ booth, so we got to go bug JP occasionally. Yes, which I'm really grateful for. Mm -hmm. And I had the tripod set up over there as well. With my GoPro being in its waterproof case, it picks up audio um, 
poorly, I would say. So having it really close to a speaker uh, makes it sound more like what a normal camera would sound like anywhere in the room. I wondered and, about that. Yeah, and that's why it was handy having the, the tripod that close to the stage and the speakers. Yeah, so um, right after Mama Africa, taught by Gerard Murphy, um, Joe went on for Oops Baby. Mm-hmm. Which is originally choreographed by Cody Flowers and uh, Rachel McEnany White. Yeah. Um, I remember being excited about that one because I knew I wanted to learn that one being, um, you know, partly Rachel dance. Mm-hmm. I'm almost always more inclined to like at least look at them because I really like the way she puts together her her dances. It has a nice flow that I can I can personally um, adapt to my style as well as just it leaves a lot of room for play. In a lot of her dances. Um, after that, I had sat down, kind of getting my bearings, and that's when uh, Michelle Perrone went on stage for Palm Springs Jump. Hmm. I remember learning that one. That first day, I was jumping in on a lot of these. Even if I wasn't like doing the entire lesson, I would sit out maybe the first eight or 16 counts and then see how much I could just watch and then once they were wrapping up I could you know, get it I, d- I did a little bit of that too yeah and that one was fun too it was, it was very peppy um again another reason why I really liked it all being in the same room is even when I was sitting out I was still present for the lesson yeah. so I was still getting the experience of how they teach and what they were saying and you know I was kind of listening to what the steps were so that when I did jump in I had kind of a an idea already mm-hmm. um, as well as you know I didn't have to figure out how to run from one room to the next mm. yeah so then we had a break after that um, Michael Barr taught his tell your heart to beat again which we had learned previously yes thanks to uh, Brenda Chateau mm-hmm. we had learned that one prior to going so it was really nice to be able to like solidify it as well as uh, learn a little bit choreography styling technique. Um, one of the things I really do enjoy is taking a class by the choreographer of a dance that I do already know because sometimes they have little t- tri- ugh, tips and tricks mm-hmm. about how to do something or like what the initial appeal was to you know, adding this tag as opposed to something else and just feel like it gives you a a more fulfilling experience hmm. and for me it, it kind of validated learning it at coach's corner with brenda because when you learn a new dance you never know where if it's just at like a community center um, environment or something you don't know is this going to be done at an event uh where else will i see this where else will i get to do this besides like in this one hour or this half hour lesson um on a friday or saturday or something uh, so, since that was my only drop into Coach's Corner, uh, and I was still questioning afterwards, like whether I was going to get to do that one again, here we were at an event with like Joe and Amy and and you know, Michael Barr and Michelle Burton, and it was that dance, and like I, I know this one, yeah, I know this one. Reddit taught me this one, <laughs> so I felt good about taking it. Right. Yeah. Um, after that, Michelle Burton went on for. 
uh, Divisadero Cha, mm. which I actually thought that one was pretty fun and cute. I took that lesson too. Um, it's one that I plan on bringing back to Brenda and the ladies at Coach's Corner and seeing if maybe they were interested in it. Mm. It's, um, I don't know, I, I feel like it was lighthearted enough and fun and fast enough that like it could keep my attention and I could really enjoy it. Mm. And then I had the absolute pleasure of seeing Ruben teach. Mm. Love this guy. Um, so much passion, so much fun for life and dance mm-hmm. that like I was really excited to see how he instructs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when he taught cha-cha sway. Mm. Uh, it's certainly one I'm going to have to practice a little bit because it is. There's a couple turns or quarter turns that I kept getting thrown off on the back wall. Mm. For some reason, it was just the back wall. I'd get all the other walls. Just the back wall was the one that would trip me up. So I'll have to practice that one. I liked it because it felt intuitive um, with its rhythm, like with where the syncopations would happen. Even if I would get thrown off by something, um, you know, doing something like a turn, my body would just kind of fake something and then like a few counts later I'd be back on where I was supposed to be because as long as the numbering of what my feet were supposed to be doing left, right, left was, then even if I substituted something in that wasn't technically what it was supposed to be for that particular instance of it, it was enough to get me to where everyone else was. And then the next time we went through it, I would do the actual steps that were supposed to be there. That makes sense. Yeah. I just know that, like, I had a lot of fun learning from him. Mm -hmm. Um, Then there was the dinner break Mm -hmm. in which I think we just went back to the motel and took a nap. That first day, yeah. That's generally our MO. Mm. Um, I remember we ended up... Oh, that was when... um, Jacqueline and Jennifer Rogers showed up mm. and so they had messaged me asking where we were staying and it turns out we were staying at the same motel so I went and hung out with them for a few minutes um, kind of filled them in on what the day would have been like already and just how excited I was to finally have them at an event that was really cool it's trippy um, to see those worlds cross over when you're not used to it yeah and then I found out that Emily was driving over after work, so she'd be there for social dance. So I was excited to see Emily. And then that's when I went back to the room, and we we had actually taken the nap, got up. We got dinner on the way there, essentially. Um, and then we had open dance. Oh, was that when we had Panda Express? Yes. Ah. Yeah, you saved my butt on that one, because <laughs> you went and picked that up while I was... Well, I don't even know what I was doing... You wanted to get there to write down all the songs. That's what it was. Of course, of course, it would be that, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah, I wrote down as as I do on occasion, uh, pretty Just much occasion. every occasion except Vegas last year. I uh, wrote down all the dances that were done in open dance. Yeah, um, and I knew I was hungry, and I knew we needed to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember being like, "I can drop you off, and I'm going to go get food." Mm-hmm. So just text me what you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I remember it being a different experience because they stopped open dance by 11.45. It's very different 
from, say, Vegas. It was very odd. Yeah. So, like, I was preparing for a much longer event, mm. um, which is why I took the nap, mm. which is probably why we were up looking at film or talking or something until 5 o'clock in the morning the next morning. Yeah. Yeah, for having the event end at midnight, 5 a.m. is a little ridiculous. But that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. I know there was a lot of conversation, and mm. I believe there was a lot of video uploading. and. Oh, yeah, probably some of that, too. Maybe copying stuff over to the computer as well from, like, mobile devices or whatnot. Yeah. Um, then we slept. Mm-hmm. A very long time. Yeah, and I'm looking at the schedule thinking, how many did we sleep through? I don't recognize the names of a lot of these dances. <laughs> so Friday's schedule, the ones that we missed. Yeah. Gerard Murphy taught Try Everything. Michelle Burton taught Roll. Michael Barr taught Yeah. Then there was a break. Michelle Perrone taught Live Too Fast. And we came in roughly around that time because I remember... Uh, you jumped in for her dance technique class mm-hmm. in which I sat down and I enjoyed my Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember much of that one? I know she talked about walking, walking. differently. differently. Uh, yeah, like landing on and feeling the different parts of your foot as you make contact with the ground. Uh, feeling your upper body moving in opposition with your lower body. Um I think strength or not strengthening lengthening and uh, stretching the rear leg like if you're stepping forward with your right foot then you keep your left foot for example connected to the ground until the last second and you let it be long like a, a long powerful shape behind you as opposed to just having this bent thing which puts more pressure I guess on your front leg because you don't have as much support from your back leg if you have your rear leg out there uh, more or less balanced with your front leg then it looks better and it keeps your posture straighter and uh, you can move more gracefully and then at the last second you bring it forward you collect as she says um, by bringing that foot together with your other foot uh, the walking foot the one that's in front and then you bring that foot forward so yeah, was it, I'm trying to think, was it Friday night? Hmm. I, remember, I remember that I was speaking with Marcy around this time. During the dance technique class? Yes. Oh, okay. And we were talking about different things. This is Marcy Walters of Boots and Buckles Boots and Buckles, of Bay yes. Area. Okay. This is Marcy Walters. Um... And then it went into lunch, and I was still talking to her. Mm-hmm. And I remember Joe walking up towards us, and it looked very, like, determined destination spot was going to be me. But she realized we were in a conversation. So um, I made note of it, and she, like, kind of stopped, turned around, and walked back to the, her table. After I'd finished my conversation with Mercy, I decided I was going to, you know, go talk to Joe and see, you know, what was the point of her headed my direction for some reason or another. Mm-hmm. 
And that is when she asked me if I would be willing to demo Keep It Grooving with her. Mm. And of course, at that exact moment, I forgot everything about how that dance went. Mm. <laughs> um, so I told her, yeah, sure, as long as she gives me a quick run through. So we went through it a couple times. And that was when my nerves started to get to me because I had an hour before she was going to demo. So I started getting really, really, really nervous because mm. I wanted, I know the dance, mm -hmm. but it's Joe and I kind of wanted to do, one, I wanted to do the job for me, but two, I wanted to, you know, pay back the honor of being able to demo with her with doing it, you know, well and being something that not only I could be proud of, but she could be proud of for asking me to join her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after psyching myself out a bunch of times, I went outside mostly during, um, during the lunch hour and I probably danced it like five or six times and I'd mess up here and there. And so I'd get frustrated. And so finally I was like, okay, I need to take myself out of this for a minute. So I actually put on, um, Amy Glass's clap, 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 because mm. that's my happy song. And I did that one all the way through. And then I was like, okay. Now I'm going to go back to keep it grooving. I'm going to do this once, all the way through, no mess-ups, because I know this dance. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to be fine and walk back in. And sure enough, like that's exactly what happened. I, I went through it and was relieved that I got it. And I was like, okay, look, you know this dance, trust yourself. So then I went and joined you back at the table um, and waited for the demo to come up. Very nerve-wracking still, but not quite as pent up. Um, I think right before lunch end, ended, um, JP put on a couple songs. One of them I didn't know, but one of them was Oops Baby, and since I had just taken the lesson, I was kind of excited to like dance out a little bit of that nervous energy. Mm -hmm. um, and then I demoed with Joe. Mm -hmm. And I remember... Well, I know for me, one of the hardest things is eye contact with people while I'm dancing. And I know that during a demo, it is a performance in which you have to at least make it look as though you're making eye contact with people. So I remember being very aware of that while I was dancing. Um, it helped that there was a few familiar faces spread throughout on each of the walls so I could find them. Um, so uh, very convenient that you were facing the front wall and then like Emily was another corner and like Je uh, Jen and Jacqueline were another corner. So that was uh, very convenient. Mm -hmm. I think it was sunny in the last one. So it was like all familiar faces, all people I trust and love. So that was nice. Um, and then she went and taught the lesson. I remember about three-fourths of the way through, that was when I had moved to the back wall just because at that point, you know, I know the dance, and then she wouldn't have to run all the way back there in case somebody needed to see what it looked like. Um, did you take that class? For Keep It Grooving? Yeah. I think I jumped in when you guys were doing it full speed because I had taken that with you in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And then 
I remember being so overheated that I was like having trouble breathing. Mm. So as much as I wanted to take Amy Glass's only one class, which was followed up after uh, Joe's Keep It Groovin', I decided it was more important that I go to back to the hotel and change. I liked only one. Uh, I did that in the back left of the room with Joe. We learned that one together. That was cool. <laughs> um, came back. Um, I don't remember much of Ruben's done running. Um, other than the fact that it was really, really pretty waltz. Mm-hmm. And I was next to Sunny. I did my uh, learning of that one on the far side by the doors because uh, a lot of people took that one and it was the only place where I had enough space for my traveling legs because <laughs> there's some sweeps and there's some spirals and uh, I probably would have knocked some people down if I had swept them while, while uh, I was next to them. This way I wasn't next to hardly anyone. Yeah. yeah. Um. It was a good one. I like. I liked the music. I I remember liking the flow of how the dance moved. Um, a little bit tricky with some of the, like the diamond, almost like zigzag thing that. Oh, that when where you face the diagonals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember that being a little bit tricky for me to really remember how to. Which diagonal I was supposed to face and then how to square up afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I remember going over to the table, taking a sip of like Red Bull and like grabbing a, a snack or whatever. And I was standing next to the table talking. I believe it was you. And it might have been some somebody else. I feel like somebody else was there, but I can't recall at the moment when um, Amy Amy walked up mm-hmm. with her computer and you tapped me on the shoulder because she was behind, I was my back was to her mm-hmm. and so I turned around and she goes I was wondering if you wouldn't mind uh, demoing clap 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 with me and I was like sure and then of course I like was like do I know this dance yes I know this dance this is my happy dance I know this dance um, so I went real quick over to the corner like sped through it real quick just to be like okay yeah no I know this one um and as I was walking towards the stage that was pretty much when she'd called me back up on the stage and was like you know my friend Megan's gonna help me demo this and um we started facing the back or the front wall which means our backs was to everybody which was really nice because it gave me that extra moment to really collect myself and um being on the stage for clap 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 versus on the floor for keep it grooving I liked it a whole lot more um, because of the fact that one I've been on the stage enough performance wise that like it felt a little bit more at home but two I was looking above everybody's heads but as long as I was looking out towards them it looked like I was making eye contact uh, so we did that one I remember because there's two different options at the end of A. You can either do turns or you can just do walk, walk, and then a quarter turn. Um, and so the first time I had I'd done it with the turns and she had just done walk, walk, and she, and she I remember she looked over me or like 
kind of gestured to me. She goes, you're fine. I just didn't know if I wanted to turn or walk. I was like, it's fine. At least they got a variety. <laughs> you know, they got to see both sides of how it would look. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that one. That one's so much fun. Um, I remember at the end of the class for me, I was in the back with Jacqueline, Jennifer, um, Emily, and I believe it's Chris Carroll. Mm. Um, and Chris had seen the same video I saw of her, um, Darren, and I can't recall the other gentleman at the time. Was it not Fred? Uh, no, it wasn't Fred. Mm. But it was Oh, at, Daniel Trapat. Yeah, there we go. It was yeah. Daniel Trapat. That's who it was. Um, at MIT um, on the floor doing that one, and they were goofing off with it. So um, Chris and I started messing with it near mm. the end when people wouldn't be facing us so that we, we had some fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, like, on the last run-through, that was when I was like, okay, I can play a little bit more. And so, like, I did the little lasso bit during the um, the triple box. Mm-hmm. And I remember afterwards going back up to Amy and telling her thank you for letting me demo with her or whatever. She goes, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes, and I saw you guys doing the, the lasso in the back. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I couldn't not. And she goes... Yeah, it was pretty fun. So, yeah, it's like uh, from the in the Vegas yeah. recap, Joe and Brady said something similar when I was doing the lasso during Sinner, because when I watched the uh, video of all the choreographers doing Sinner at Festaline in 2015, they for the out out in in part they were doing the lasso because I guess it's like a big country themed event there um, in France, like they're really. In, to country um, in that uh, in that country still yeah and um, yeah I think she she had made some kind of note like during this part you can do that if, if you so desire <laughs> um, yeah it just adds a little something you know even if it's not in the step sheet it's fun so this time for dinner I believe that's when we went with Ruben And his party. Was that Friday? I'm pretty sure it was Friday. Hmm. Could have been. It was either Friday or Saturday, and I believe it was Friday night, because I believe Saturday was when um, the girls had gone to the same Mexican food restaurant that we went on Sunday. Oh. Because that's where I got the recommendation for it from. Right. So, Friday, Ruben, being the amazing host that he is mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry uh, he put together a basically like a dinner party um, fun hangout get together and like everybody was invited and he got pizza and Chinese food and he had what was it the Margarita goddesses or something like that. Oh, yeah. I think uh, was Trish Little one of them? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, where they actually had, like, necklaces and their shirts were all done up and said, like, the Margarita goddess or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which, it was a very good drink, by the way. Hmm. Um, and I remember sitting at the table um, next to you and Emily, and then Jennifer and Jacqueline were on the other side of us. And for a time, Russ was across from us, and um, Amy joined us for a little while. She was there most, mostly the whole night. 
um, during dinner, a couple other people came and sat by. Ruben made his rounds, joked with some people. It's a really nice, fun way to really get to know everybody. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. I like. I liked that he did that. For such a low-key and intimate event, it really just kind of fit perfectly for it. Hmm. So, at least that was my experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt um, like I didn't know what to say necessarily to, to people, but it was just nice to be in that energy. Yeah. See everybody seeing each other for the first time and... I mean, Ruben is just now teaching again after having taken so much time off. Yeah. So to see him in his element as you know the party guy, um, that was cool because I had heard about that when he when he talked about like doing that kind of thing in Vegas, um, watching him walk around and like check in with everyone, seeing if everybody's plates were good, everybody's drinks were good. Like, uh, I, I could see why this would be something that he'd be known for. He's very good at it. Yeah. Well, after that, then we went back for the dance. Mm, open dance, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that was a good night for it, too, because I think that was, if that was the second day, then that would have been the one with New Flow. Uh-huh. There was a lot of good stuff that night. Skinny Love, I think, was that night as well. Um, I think we have some videos from, uh, I want to say, Peg. Uh, from her uh, iPad. She recorded some. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty... Yeah. I'm trying to... Sorry, it's... The, the open dance is the harder part to remember because although you have things written down, mm-hmm. uh, we don't immediately have those in front of us at the moment. That's true. Actually, if you want to grab that binder over there because I'm never that far away <laughs> from my line dance materials. The red one? The red one right there. Let's take a quick peek. Into the archives here. Which dances we actually were able to do. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was good, then I put these away shortly after doing them. Oh, look at that. They're all exactly where they should be. I love it. All right, so there's... That would be the 26th. That was the first night. The second night... Friday night. Yeah, second night was the 27th. So let's see what we got here. Oh, this also includes all the uh, open like breaks and things from earlier. Oh, oh wow! Guess off the chain happened at some time. Um, yay! Shaking my head is in there, and jukebox. Uh, new flow. There's new flow. Make it shake. Oh boy, make it shake! I hadn't done that in a while, and that was embarrassing. There was like one little kick forward, kick back toward the end of part A, and it took me until the very last wall to get that into the sequence. Uh, and and remember it, but when 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 I did, it felt it felt right. And then by the time we got to Big Bang the following weekend, this past weekend, I, th- I was ready. So this is like a good practice run. <laughs> Having to make a shake here. Um, let's see. Main attraction was then as well. Oh, and I really wanted to learn poetry in motion in time yes. for either one or both events. Um, but yeah, he played poetry in motion to Hotel California, which I of course was inspired to learn after seeing. Um, Rachel do it in Windy City last October. Uh, however, I still have not learned it. I tried at the airport on our way to Big Bang, but that's a tricky, tricky sequence. Yes. Um, 
so I'll, I'll have to give that another look before our next event. Skinny Love was the second to last one that was played. Lots of good stuff on this this particular night. I'm looking up and down. Oh, Save the Day happened at some point as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Uh, yes, that's that's what we did on the 27th. Mm. Okay. Looking back at my archives for something. Mm. But in the meantime, we can start off with... Um, we again got very little sleep yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. I think, uh, for one, our bodies are definitely used to staying up till three or four in the morning from all the stony trips that we do pretty mm. regularly. Stony's Rock and Rodeo, for those who haven't heard our many episodes <laughs> referring to that right. lovely place. Um, and I know I was really, really excited to get there early for Ruben's Whistle While You Work It. Because mm. it was Ruben, John and Joe Kinzer, um, Rebecca Lee, and excuse me, Philip, because I always butcher your name. Uh, Sabriello? Yes, that one. Yeah. Um, that they all did, they actually, it looks like they actually put that together, or at least filmed it in Vegas, because mm-hmm. the video that was released was of one of the rooms in Vegas that I recognized. Yep. Um, I was really excited to take that one, because I love all those choreographers, and I was, I was interested to see what they did with that song, mm-hmm. as for choreography. Mm-hmm. And then Joe went on right after him and did Tango With Me Darling. So mm. I was, like, really, really excited to get there early. Yeah, that's a Rob Fowler dance. Very popular in the UK right now. And I slept through it. Yeah. In the... Yeah. These things happen. Um, you can pretty much choose open dance, shut down the ballroom, or do all the workshops. But doing both... There's just no time because well, sleep has to happen somehow. The sad thing is, is the the open dance only goes to like eleven forty five, eleven fifty. So I don't know what our excuse was here, but we just couldn't fall asleep. Hmm. Let's see. Also, some of it might have been uh, labeling uh, the videos afterwards because sometimes if um, if I record a dance on the GoPro or something and I look at it later and I'm not sure what it was I recorded, it's easier to remember the night of to just go through and retitle all of them to whatever they were supposed to be. Um, in the archive I was looking at on the 26th... Oh, the first night. The first night mm-hmm. was when Dizzy came on and our group of people were able to expose Joe to dancing Dizzy in Contra, mm-hmm. which she had never seen before, so she was really, really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, just step back a little bit. Um, I had already... Well, I didn't actually take the lesson for Frankie Fever, um, but in Vegas, Joe had walked me through it a couple times on the floor, so I was vaguely familiar. Uh, so by the time we got there, they had done... Uh, Michelle Burton had done the lesson. Oh, that was the blackout. That was the blackout. Yes. I remember because we were at Ralph's when they were doing some kind of announcement over the loudspeaker... Uh, about that, and then when we arrived at the the facility or the or the the venue where this was being hosted, where the event was, all the lights were out. It was a lot cooler. It was a whole lot cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, the lights were out. They were using some Bluetooth speaker uh, 
trying to amplify the sound by putting it in like a Rubbermaid box. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, I don't know when the, I guess there was a car accident that took out a, a power line or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I don't know when that actually happened, but when we got there, it was pretty much right in time for Gerard to go on and you had had your mic. Yeah, I just happened to have my um, battery-powered gig mic and speaker that I use for when I sing at the various places where I sing. And uh, he and I are of similar build, so it didn't require that much adjustment. Uh, And yeah, he started, for the first few minutes, he he started to uh, use the mic, and he was up on stage, and we just kind of carried on as normal. And then the power came back on. Yep. Yep. So I'm glad that that turned out well for everybody. People were able to hear better through the actual speakers and have the the music a lot more audible as well. Yeah, exactly. Because um, it was it was even with your speaker, it was challenging to hear him, and we were not that far from him from the table. Mm. Um, should I figure out? Oh, the Catherines. That's was the song um his ultraviolet i remember liking that one Mm -hmm. it was nice um and then lunchtime came Mm -hmm. and that was when you and i were watching whatever live stream we possibly could for the crystal boot awards Ah. and i remember seeing um a couple different people that i was very very excited one Awards because I very much, very, very, very much love their choreography. Um, I remember seeing that Darren Bailey got inducted to the Hall of Fame, and I remember Amy like walking up, getting really, really excited, and she, she goes, ah, you know, and I was like, I, I saw, I saw, congratulations! She was so excited for him. Um, and they did won a bunch of, you know, like there was a bunch of other people who had won awards too. I think at that point, Gary was up to two. Hmm. Um, That's and, Gary O'Reilly. Yeah, Gary O'Reilly. Hmm. Uh, Fred Whitehouse, I think, won one. Hmm. And uh, Rachel McEnany White had won one. Mm-hmm. For us and, achievement. And so, like, we were watching whatever we could as well. Um, and then after lunch, Joe Thompson Zemanski went on stage for Made in the Shade, mm-hmm. which is her uh, co-choreographed dance with Rachel McEnany White. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember how it got on the topic. I think Amy went up to the stage. Of, um, of the Crystal Boot Awards... Oh, it, I had mentioned that Rachel had just won an award. Mm. She literally just won a, uh, the Outstanding Achievement Award because that's when she said, you know, um, that this was, you know, she worked with Rachel with on this dance. Mm. And so she goes, oh, really? And then so she like made the announcement in case like anybody didn't know that the Crystal Boot Awards were currently going on. Mm. Um, that's when we had mentioned that uh, Darren Bailey had won a couple as well. That is when Amy went on stage afterwards. Like, we had all lined up, and she started, like, describing this dance. Um, or she demoed it real quick, and then she went on stage, and that's when Amy went up, and they had found out that they had won for Ain't Misbehaving. So it was 
Joe, Amy, and Guyton. Guyton Mundy, for those who are Googling at home. Um, I had one for, was it intermediate dance or advanced? I think it was intermediate. Intermediate dance of the year. So that was really cool to have two of the choreographers there with us. As it turns out, they later on won overall, but I don't think that that was uh, announced yet. Yeah. Um, so then she got on to Made in the Shade. Mm-hmm. And oh, that- also, they they did a like one wall playthrough, celebratory playthrough of Ain't Misbehaving, and she said something like, "If you don't know it, just fake it. <laughs> like watch the people around you." Yeah. Um, and I, I was able to, I mean, um, as they were doing the announcement, I had my phone in my pocket out on the dance floor, so I was able to get a quick video of, like, the celebration and everybody cheering. It was uh, very exciting. Yes. Yeah. Um, Amy's first official crystal boot. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Yep. Um, so then she went on and taught me in the shade. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards for the final full run through mm-hmm. you had spoken to Joe about something mm-hmm. oh yes I had brought my 360 degree camera uh, video camera with me the 360 fly which shoots in 4k uh, according to the promotional packaging uh, I had seen Jesse in Stoke I think at strict, uh, Strictly Line Dance event um, she had set up the 360 camera that she had between the edge of the stage where Guyton was teaching something and um, on the other side, you know, all the dancers doing the dance. So I did something similar. I asked Joe if that would be okay. And during the first run-through, um, I didn't record anything. Just people were doing it as a do-through. And then the second time through, she asked that some of the instructors come forward if they were feeling especially comfortable with all the steps and everything, having just learned it. And... Um, yeah, that's that's available for anybody to look up on YouTube. Uh, made in the Shade 360 degree demo. Um, if you watch it with your mobile device, you can hold up your phone in landscape mode. It works in the other you know, vertical mode as well, but you'll get a fuller picture in landscape mode. And you can it, it'll be as if you are at the edge of the stage, looking up at Joe doing the demo on the stage. And if you turn your body and your phone around to face behind you, then the the view on the camera will move along with you so then you can see all the dancers in real time. So it's like you are there from the perspective of where the camera was. Mm-hmm. Pretty trippy stuff. Yep. And then Michael ended up, Michael Barr ended up going on and teaching um, these eyes after that. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting out for that lesson, but like really enjoying watching him teach. Yeah, I picked that one up on the side of the table where, where we were as well. Um. And that's when, uh, after that, we had, like, a quick little break. Mm-hmm. They played a little bit of open dance, a song or two. Or mostly they did recaps of some of the lessons that we had uh, learned that, at that event so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, that's when Amy went on for Shady. Mm-hmm. Now, I was really, really excited for Shady for several reasons. One, I had no idea what it looked like at this point because I purposely avoided looking at it after Elliot... Mar had made such a big, like, splash about it. Because hmm. I assumed, fingers crossed, 
that Amy would be teaching it at this event. Mm. And so I wanted to um, leave it up for, like, getting the full experience of not knowing what the dance looks like and getting the full lesson from her as opposed to, like, learning it prior and then, you know, like, maybe perfecting it a little bit. But um, I remember being really, really impressed with it mm. when I saw it as a demo. Like, I got really excited that that was the dance I was about to learn. Um, I was still in the front row at this time. I think you were smart and went to the back row near the door. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty warm at that point. So, I really liked that dance. I really enjoy it. It's it's got a lot of movements that I'm not used to seeing, like that just that initial heel grind, um, and then the knee pop. Yeah, like it, it's a, it almost sequence. makes like a letter S, like or like a backwards letter S if you're looking at it from overhead because you're facing right, and then you wind your way around to facing the other side. It's um, definitely you know not your usual achy breaky dance or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but fits like really well. Yeah, for that song, you know, it kind of shows you how how far. And then like the tags with the knee pops and then the breathing. Um, it's a good way to show people the potential in line dance, like things that you don't know that you're allowed to do, but work really well. Yeah. So yes, you are allowed to do them. Yeah, like that first sequence up to the knee pop, mm-hmm. and then the tag in which you do the breathing. Mm-hmm. Those are probably my two favorite parts about this dance. Mm. Like I love those just because they're so original to mm. me. Mm. Um, now whether they're actually original or not, a whole different story. But like mm. I've never seen them done in such a way prior to this that I was just you know it left a mark Hmm. um I think at that time I had after that after that class or whatever I had gone on stage and sat with JP for a little bit and talked to him about some things when um Paul and Carla Dernstedt went on stage and taught um I got to be me, but then they finished early, so they did another dance. I can't remember what it was called. Hmm. Uh, I believe it was a Rachel McEnany white dance, though. Oh, Judge Not. Judge Not. There you go. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, it was cool to kind of, like, see things from JP's perspective. Mm -hmm. Because we talked about a little bit of different things. Um, I think... I think at this point, that was when I had come to realize that instructors are willing to do private lessons at these events. And it just blew my mind. It, I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It really does. But at the same time, I also look at these events as someone's like paying them to be there. So like, I would assume that they wouldn't have any time for private lessons or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So... We talked about that for a little bit, and that was just that was really cool and informative. Um, and I'm very grateful that he mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was a dinner break, which I think again we went back and napped, and then we went to open dance. Um, Let's see what I've got for that. Open dance. I remember one dance. Oh, two dances specifically. Clap, 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 followed by Gimme Gimme had a spri- surprise guest. Oh, indeed. Um, would you like to share who the surprise guest was? Uh, well, 
I think you you know her better than I. <laughs> so our friend um, Emily Harris in Vegas for the Roaring Twenties theme brought her inflatable T-Rex outfit. I thought it was an actual Rex. Yeah. <laughs> okay, continue. And... <coughs> and she had taped $20 bills for it mm-hmm. to him. So it's a Roaring Twenty. Yep. Well, it went over as such a big hit that she had just so happened... He pretty much goes everywhere with her. She he being the Rex. Yes. Um... And she never knows when she's going to put it on. Mm-hmm. But she decided that I, that she wanted to do it this night. Um, and she decided that clap, clap, clap was the, the best one to do it. Because it, one, it's, it's just a fun, happy dance. And two, you know, it, being that she had just learned some of these dances, she she has to alter some of the steps to pull off how to move in that costume. Mm. So she was glad that the steps weren't, challenging so she was really excited for that so the the Rex made an appearance for clap 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 and of course because JP was witness to Vegas and knew that she did it for gimme gimme in Vegas mm-hmm. <coughs> he followed up clap 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 with uh, Rebecca Lee's gimme gimme mm-hmm. so that was my one of my most memorable moments of that night's open dance mm-hmm. <coughs> oh and looking at the list here it appears that we ended with New York to L.A. and Whip It. Mm. That sounds like that would have been enjoyable. I don't remember much about that specifically. <laughs> I'll probably have to look at the videos because yes. we almost certainly have them. Um, I know that there was a lot of really good balance for groups when it came to the open dance at Palm Springs. Like it would be... Um, a general this general group would know these two songs and then JP would switch it up because he knew this other group knew these two songs and mm-hmm. then he'd switch it up and then it'd be like a mixture of them knew something and then he'd play stuff for us and you know it was nice seeing some of those um is that the night yep yes so Vegas I fell in love with one of the dances very, very, very late night. Like, I mean, like, I think it's either the last or second to last dance. Yeah. That was done that night. Mm-hmm. Um, on closing night, uh, Louis St. George played one of Joe's old dances, and the choreographers that were there at the time uh, Madison Glover, Chris Watson, uh, Will Craig, John Lieberman, Rick Dominguez, Joe Thompson, Zmanski, and I think that was it. Possibly, I'd have to look at the video again. Yeah, there might have been one other choreographer, but they went out and they had a blast with this dance. And I remember looking to Chris and being like, why don't we know this dance? Why didn't we get the memo that this dance existed before this night? Mm. So I was like, I knew I wanted to learn it. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? Oh, it, it's um, something we had talked about earlier. Being a situation where... If you see the dance, like uh, I've seen this done at the Davis Graduate before, just you know, done completely vanilla, just students at you know UC Davis doing the steps that they were taught, and um, I, I had done it a couple times, but then never really went further than that with it, never requested it, 
and after seeing the potential of what you can do with it, because Joe has been doing it as long as she has, and Madison's been doing it for as many years as she's known it, and so on, I suddenly also had a renewed interest in, in maybe uh, picking it back up. So, in between Vegas and Palm Springs, we had learned it. You had taught it at Hot Monk, because I remember filming it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember Joe liking that you had taught it. And so that was fun. Did we actually say what it was? Not yet. <laughs> because I wanted to wait until after. Go right ahead. Um, so we were going over it real quick to make sure we remembered it in the corner mm. before we re- requested it. Mm-hmm. And I remember we had just finished like a wall or two of just kind of like walking through it and like getting, yeah, that's, that's it. That's the right move. So that's what it's supposed to do. And Gerard comes rushing over. I know that dance mm-hmm. and got really, really excited. And he, I remember him saying like he remembers like learning it when he was our age or something like that. Um, and how much fun it was. And he says, tell me we're going to do that dance tonight. And I was like, that's the plan. So I had gone up to JP, requested it. And unfortunately, Gerard, being as excited as he was, spilled the beans to Joe because he was all excited about it. Um, but that was the night that we were able to dance a dance ranch romp with Joe Thompson Smansky. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. I remember at one point... Um, at the moments where she goes and plays with it a little bit, um, she turns to me and walks up to me and gives me like a high 10. And I was like, oh, yay, I get to play. You know, I was really excited in my cheesiness. Because for several reasons, I absolutely adore Joe. I think, I mean, as such a pillar in the line dance community, like she really is the person that for me... I just love everything she stands for and how she presents herself. And I really would love to just kind of follow along in that and use her kind of like as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd almost say idle, except that seems like the wrong word for her. She she makes herself so accessible. Like, exactly. It's, it's almost like she wouldn't have it. Like it, yeah. she wouldn't want to be like elevated above anybody else. She's right there with us. Yeah. So, and that's why I said it's like it's almost the wrong word for right. her. But it's it's the same kind of concept. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So, and that that's that's how I see her. Is it's it's someone that I would love to model similar behaviors of. Mm-hmm. Um. I loved that dance, though, so it was really fun for me. How about you? I only wish I knew it well enough to play with it as much as she is able to, but, I mean, that just takes time, I guess. We'll get there. Yep. Next next event. Yeah. So. Um, so that was Saturday. That was Saturday. That was the night that um, we had met up with JP hmm. afterwards. Oh, yeah. And hung out and got to know him a little bit better and talked to him and um, it was it was really cool. Like I'm really glad we went out. I almost wish that we went out sooner and got to hang out with him more. Yeah. Um. 
I mean, he's been doing this for so long and he's got some really great stories and some really good information. Like how I mentioned, like, you know, they do the privates like, yeah, he goes, yeah, I guess it, it just didn't occur to me that like, you know, that's not a known thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he, he shared a couple stories with us, which mm-hmm. were, were fun. Gave us also uh, advice on events, just like because he knows a lot more about them than we do, so he knows what to expect from different ones. Yeah. So uh, depending on what we're looking for, uh, to you know, look we, at which we now have a better, better informed idea of you know, which ones to definitely hit this year versus which ones to get maybe you know further down the line. Mm. Yeah. Since we're probably eventually going to go to all of them. Yeah, at some point or another. Yeah. Um. That was also when I had mentioned to him about being interested in doing some volunteer work with one of the events, which was really convenient that I even brought it up because like one of his closest friends, um, I don't remember her last name, her first name is Melissa. Culbertson. Culbertson, okay. Um, She heads the volunteer crew for Worlds, so which will be in San Francisco next. Mm-hmm. Which will be very convenient. Mm-hmm. So he told us while we're in Big Bang to remind him to introduce us to her so that we can work something out. So I was really excited about that. Mm-hmm. And I ended up interviewing her for the podcast at Big Bang, among you know, also chatting with her about the volunteering. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, when we talked about a bunch of different things, just kind of all over the map. Yep. It was really nice. Um then we went back to the hotel because we were out. We were actually out late this time. Yeah, until the bar closed around two. Um, I remember we were up for a little bit longer talking and looking at some of the videos, uploading, and you were labeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember roughly what time we got in on Sunday for the event. I know that I pretty much didn't take a single lesson. Yeah, I'm looking at these dance names, and I'm not seeing much that we participated in, except maybe Hot Tamales Jr., which we demoed. I don't, I don't recall being there for a lot of these other ones. Care Might to have slept in. Um, share the experience of the demo. Um, well, let's see. We we did it with uh, Michael Barr, Michelle Burton. Um, we did it contra, which was interesting. I hadn't done that dance contra before. Uh, I like that she encouraged the woos on the swivet because I do that uh, as well when when I teach it to either you know, my seniors at uh, Brookdale Senior Living or when I taught it at uh, Hot Monk. Uh, and I, I've seen a video of Madison uh, Glover also uh, teaching that to a group of adults, and like every time, every wall, whether it was you know, facing uh, toward her or away from her, she would remind them, like, what do we say, or something like that, and then they would woo. Because um, I notice that that happens sometimes. Like, I don't know if you ever noticed, like, when there's, like, a dance performance and they do that, like, you know, everybody clap along, and then people clap along, and then it kind of, like, peters out. Mm-hmm. Well, she made sure they wooed the entire dance. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, I'm glad that Joe was encouraging that as well. Because I, I like I the woo. Yeah, I remember um, I was in between you and Michael Barr for the demo. Um and that was fun because, mm. like, I mean, obviously I've danced with you to the song a couple times, but to see what Michael Barr played with as mm-hmm. well, that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I remember once she went up and taught the dance, I remember being on the back wall with uh, Michelle. Mm. And Michelle is, one of her favorite dances is the original Hot Tamales. Mm. So she was doing some of the extra moves when, like, they wouldn't be facing us. Mm-hmm. So we were, she, I was trying to pick up some of, like, the flair that she was doing. And she was telling me that's at, that at that part, that's actually what you're supposed to do in the original dance. Mm. Um, so that was fun. Mm-hmm. And it was nice because I, I feel like that was a, a good bonding experience between me and Michelle. I got, I got to know her a little bit more. Um, she's certainly a very... Uh, it's hard to disagree. She seems very sweet, but like professional. Hmm. And in that moment, she was playing. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like it kind of opened my eyes that like, okay, cool. You know, like she's more than just what this outside shell appears to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when you have to be collected to do a lesson versus just being a dancer on the floor. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, and that was when I kind of decided that I really want to look into her and Michael's event after falling in love with Tell Your Heart to Beat Again, the dance, mm-hmm. and then having fun with her and Michael Barr on the floor. It was kind of like, okay, I kind of want to check out Boogie Till the Cows Come Home. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. It, it looks like it's going to be a fun event. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, I mean, for the most part, we hung out for most of the lessons. I did a lot of interviews that last day as well. You did. Who who did you interview? Oh, let's see. Um, I did a ten minute interview with Michelle Perone that might have been either the night before or that day. I definitely got the Dornstedts for about an hour during the. I think it was a break. Uh, it might have been right after their lesson let's take a look at that yeah it was it, there was a, a break after their lesson of uh board i think that's that's when i did that interview because i remember hearing the music for the next lesson heart and soul and has anybody seen my gal during our interview that was the one when lesson we i did take actually now that i think about it oh. um joe and i were in the back um i don't i didn't take heart and soul but i did take the has anybody seen my gal because it's got like a a fun, like, little swingy kind of beat to it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of actually surprisingly tricky syncopation. Mm. Um, that was nice because, like, it it's a relatively short dance. Mm. So it was, it was nice that we had a little bit extra on there. Um, and then I had never heard of uh, Dorothy Lubin before. Uh, but she came on and she uh, taught Rachel's um, ST1. Mm-hmm. And then ST stands for Still The, like the song by Orleans, Still The One, mm-hmm. which it's based on. Um, after that, we had a lovely dinner. We did. Um, it was nice. Got a lot of fun information out of that dinner. And just, it was really nice to relax. That's probably one of my, my favorite parts of the whole weekend. Mexican food. Oh, always good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you really did make the right decision on the mango, though. On the, the oh, mango. yeah, uh, for, yes, beverages. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked mine, but mm-hmm. yours was sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, then we went back for about an hour of open dance, maybe? I think we were... The event was supposed to end at, what, 9? I think we were actually there until 8.30. Okay, so an hour and a half. mm, Because shortly after that, JP posted a a status update, and we're thinking, like, wow, we almost were there for all of open dance, but we had places to be far across Southern California. Um, So very far. (laughs) We kind of decided last minute, since I had my car, and we normally drive to Stoney's about an hour and 40 minutes... What could the harm be to drive to Orange County from Palm Springs, which is only an hour and 40 minutes? Mm-hmm. So um, earlier in the evening, it wasn't even like in the daytime, it was in the evening, we had messaged um, Elliot and Jackie, Cammy was in the message, Alex was in the message, um, Natalie, and we had said that we're going to be looking to dance in you know, Orange County or Anaheim area or something to that extent. So uh, they better get their butts out on that dance floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember driving, and on the way there, it got really complicated because I think I was yeah, I was on the phone with Elliot, and you were on the phone with Alex. Mm-hmm. Well, trying to coordinate like, everybody, trying figuring to figure out, out which ones were closing at which time, which nights even, which places had country or line dancing on Sunday. Um, yeah, because the original place um, in Cahoots, we had checked and it said that they had Sunday line dancing. Mm-hmm. Elliot had showed up and it was closed. Mm-hmm. So then we were thinking about maybe the ranch, but I guess Elliot was in contact with Carrie Kick and they were going to be closing in half an hour. So before and we, we were like still 45 minutes out. Yeah. So um, we had, uh, I think it was, was it Alex who suggested it or was it Elliot? It might have been Elliot. Okay. The, um, what was it called? Big Shot? Big Shots. Yeah. Big Shots? Big Shots Billiards Bar and Grill. Yeah. The list for which uh, I have right here. Um, and so we decided to meet up there. So that was really, really exciting. Um, I forgot how many dances of SoCal I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Which is really surprising considering, like, I sit out of quite a few dances when it comes to, like, these events. But... SoCal, I sit out so much more, mm-hmm. so it, it's weird to me. Um, we got there, and it was a new environment, trying to kind of, like, learn the layout of it and, like, the dance floor and the people around us, um, but also, you know, really spend time and enjoy um, the company because we, we got um, all four Alex, Emily, or sorry, Emily, <laughs> Alex, Elliot, Jacqueline and Natalie mm-hmm. um, out, so that was really cool. I was really grateful we were able to catch up with at least the four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to do something. Yeah, oh, yes. Uh, Broken Heart by Virginie Bergeot, which I hadn't done with Alex uh, yet. He learned it independently uh, after having seen it um, in person and on video. And uh, took it upon himself to to learn that while we were up here in Northern California. So by the time uh, they played it on that Sunday that we went to Big Shots, he he was feeling comfortable with it, so he requested it. And um, they described it as being, um, as this dance being a showcase where, like, 
if people were interested enough in it, then maybe they would teach it there. Uh, so rather than just being a dance where it's assumed everybody knows it, like um, Country Girl Shake or something, or Outlaw or The Outlaw, then um, you know have people jump in. This was one where it was just us doing it, which is uh, a little intense, but it was. I mean, it's it's one of those that I've done so many times now that I'm not really worried about it. Um, and and then of course at the end of the evening uh, we all got to do shady yes. together which was a lot of fun since we had just learned it yeah and for them they they had known it ever since you know elliot taught it yeah so, so it's been out for them about a month so they were feeling comfortable with it and then you know we we had it fresh in our minds so yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a video of that out as well a couple yeah. of videos oh and also i got to do no vacancy with alex uh, I'm not sure what they... I think they announced it as being No Vacancy as well. Some places have different dances for it, like Sangria Kisses and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but they just said No Vacancy, and uh, a lot of people dropped out. Um, I think a couple, a couple more people than us had tried to start it, um, doing it with us, but at the end it was just um, him and myself. Yeah. And he is very interesting to watch during this. He He's, he's got a, a good solid close relationship with his hip muscles and uh he's a former member of the armed forces um in in one capacity or another. i think he was like a pilot of a, a helicopter like apache or something like that so uh, if if anybody wants to look up that video online it is a show <laughs> uh, and i am not the show <laughs> so enjoy yeah that also was another video night for me. Uh, when I had made the trip about a, like almost a, a month earlier for um, just kicks and giggles, I had gone down to L.A. for a couple days, and Elliot had joined us at Beck's mm-hmm. for dancing. And that's when I had first exposed him to my variations Right. On Ain't Too Cool. Mm-hmm. It's well, another Trevor Thornton dance. Um, I didn't realize that um, that had made such an impression on him that he had mentioned it to Jacqueline. Mm. Um, so I guess they were really, really looking forward to me dancing this dance. Mm. Uh, to the point where Elliot sat it out and got out his camera. And was filming me during this dance. Um, And with kind of the high I was riding for the whole event of like demoing with Joe and demoing with Amy and then demoing with Joe again. And just like it was just such an amazing event. Um, And being more aware of like making eye contact or whatever. There was a couple parts in which like I would turn and I'd see him filming. And instead of like panic like I normally would, I kind of just played into it a little bit more um which is funny because also at the same time because it was a new environment a new dance floor and I'm not familiar with how they move um whereas back home at Stoney's like I know when they slide across the floor that gives me more room to play or when they're taking smaller steps um I have less room so like I'm more familiar with what they do around me so that I know how to play with the dance more Plus, I really do feed off of Keith when he's standing next to me as well with playing with that dance. Um, 
so I, I was still playing with it a lot, but not quite at like my 100% capacity. Um, and then very flatteringly and um, embarrassingly, <laughs> he had posted a comment with the video tagging all three of the choreographers um, with that particular dance. Uh, and he said something like, like everybody else can go home because like Megan owns this dance or something to that extent. Mm. So I was like, oh, wow, I really hope the choreographers don't get mad at me. <laughs> Which is silly because I know most of them, like that is what they live for is when people take a dance and make it their own and just really, really enjoy the heck out of it. Uh, but still it was that I've not met any of the three of them yet. So I was like, that's, that's my first impression to them. So I was slightly nervous. Um, but it was, it was definitely flattering that Elliot thought that highly of me to even post it, let alone say what he said. So I was really grateful for that. Um, then we went, we drove back, mm-hmm. had what, like 45 minutes total to get you ready and get to the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, did we even nap for, I think we napped for like 20 minutes, if that. Yeah, maybe something like that. Um, and I probably left my rechargeable batteries that I use for this audio recorder uh, plugged into the wall somewhere. If if I even have it, had it on that trip, I'm not entirely certain. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a bit of a rush getting out of there. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because like you had flown and I had driven, so I knew I was going to go back to the hotel and rest a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a walkthrough and I don't recall seeing anything. Like, I mean, I purposely, I always like look under the bed and everything whenever I'm leaving a hotel room. Cause I'm like, I know that one thing that I'm going to need is have, would have fallen and gone under the bed or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, there's still that chance that I missed it, but that was really convenient that I had driven. Cause like, I just pretty much took everything except for your tech bag mm-hmm. back home with me. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have to like worry about any luggage or anything. And right. Um, I think you were done with your first gig before I even had woken up. Mm, probably. Um, and I remember when I was, I was literally packing the car, making trips to grab like your stuff and my stuff and the blankets and whatnot. Um, when Jono messaged me asking me about the event and asking me, he was, I heard you were in Orange County last night. I was like, yeah. We were, we were dancing here. We were going to go here, but we ended up there. And he's like, yeah, that's like only a few miles from me. I was like, oh, no, I didn't even think about it. Like, honestly, with the disaster that it was, like, turning out to be trying to find a spot, like, it just really didn't occur to me to, like, tell anybody else that we were going to be dancing. Um, and so, like, he had found out that I was still in Palm Springs at that time and I was asking about my route home. And he's like, I can meet you for coffee if you want. And I was like, I would love that. So we ended up meeting for coffee, which was supposed to be an hour. Turned into six. That's kind of how Jono and I are, though. Hmm. We just get talking and talking and talking. So, um, yeah, talked a lot about different things, event, um, choreography. Uh, we talked about different uh, things that we want to do potentially coming up in the future. We have some projects on the books now that we're trying to work out and 
find time to pull off, so hopefully that'll happen. Um, it was just really good seeing him. And then it took me forever to drive home. <laughs> I didn't get home until like 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday. So... Is that pretty much it for both of us? For, I think so. For that event. All right. Well, that seems like a, a good place to pause as we collect our thoughts for what began how many days later? Two days, I guess, two days minus a few hours um, on Thursday morning for Big Bang. Wednesday was our only day completely off, if you don't look at like the overlaps and things. Yep. All right. Well, we will be right back with all the details of that one.